as lines. As boys' lines. As bold as lions. As bold as lions. As bold as lions. You're listening to the As Bold as Lions podcast. podcast your host here Derek Charles Johnson always a pleasure to do the podcast and to just have you join me wherever you're at uh, listening to this maybe in a car maybe going for a walk working out maybe you're just at home chilling whatever uh, hope your day has been good is good and that uh, this is also a, a bright spot in your day. Um, always want that to be a reflection of, of everything that, that goes on here, that it encourages you in your walk um, as we keep this uh, in mind with the As Bold as Lions ministry to encourage, inspire, and equip us in our faith as believers. Well, if you've been following this podcast for any length of time here and do a number of series um, in in the midst of the podcast, kind of break things down where for two, three, four, however many long weeks, we'll do a certain number of episodes that just surround a certain topic. And we are in, in the middle of one of those right now um, titled Hymns That I Love and really a big reason for this series reflects um, some songs that I released here this summer on a, a short album and an EP, if you will, of of some hymns that just seem like ones that I've I've always loved and, and kind of wanted to try to try my hand at recording and, and putting out there. So what has been fun for me and I hope for the listener as well is to go back and Look at a little bit of the backstory, um, the the context, the whatever was going on when these hymns were written, and kind of dig into the lives of these writers a little bit more, um, and 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 think about what uh, what they were going through. If we can put ourselves in their shoes and maybe go back a hundred, hundred fifty years and. And uh, see what see what the world was like through their eyes, and, and as they're writing these hymns, and amazingly, there's still a lot that's the same. As much as the world has changed in 100 to 200 years, there's still so much that um, is just an opportunity for the gospel to be inserted. Because in these discussions, when we're 
um, singing these songs, when we're talking about these truths, the gospel is timeless. And these songs just kind of prove that over and over again, because we keep singing them and they're, they're still relevant today. So today's song, as we've covered two already, and we're going to cover two more after this one, this kind of being the middle point of the series. Today's song is called Nothing But the Blood. Sometimes nothing but the blood of Jesus, um, but a lot of times it's nothing but the blood. And the, the, the confession that I have is that although I really love this hymn, this wasn't one that I had as I was looking towards this album that was that was on the list. There were a couple other ones that I was kind of working through, thinking about, and just didn't seem to jive for some reason or another. It didn't seem like they were they're coming together um, to my own liking to include here. So as I kind of went one night and was playing through this song, Nothing But the Blood, um, it just was something that I sensed that I needed to include within this, this EP of, of hymns and was, was just kind of sensing the spirit as I was playing it, you know, and it's not necessarily think anything special that I was doing or uh, the recording that, that has anything, you know, some special anointing or anything, but, but just sensing that this, this song needed to be on, on the album. So, Obviously, we uh, went forward with that and included it. And the, um, the 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 backstory as we're talking about this and we're looking into some of these hymns, I didn't I didn't have as much material on this particular hymn and, and writer as maybe some of the other ones, but maybe just more the focus on the song itself, the meaning itself, and I think that's a lot of where. I'm I'm trying to go today is because there's there's really a simplicity about this song but a profoundness as well. This song was written by Robert Lowry. And he um although I I haven't looked into his whole catalog and what he had written uh he's got several popular songs that were under his name, um, contributed to these things, which around the, the late 1800s and 1900s were just Sunday school song collections. So they'd kind of take all these songs, put them together, and I suppose for various denominations or just distributing, publishing, they would, they would put these out there for churches to have. So he would have quite a few compositions that were in some of these um, song collections. And he attributed Hebrews 9 verse 22 to this song. And actually in some of those old um, copies, they would have nothing but the blood and they would have this, this Bible verse with it or under it. And that verse says, without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. And Really, as I read that verse, thinking about where maybe he was coming from as he pulled that in, as he think about this song, I just feel like that's really the gospel in a nutshell. The blood of Jesus is what saves us. It redeems us. You know, by it, we are freed. Without it, we, can, we cannot be freed. 
And there's a lot of repetition in, in this song. You sing this line, nothing but the blood of Jesus, uh, quite a few times. If you sing like all four verses or however many it is, you're singing that over and over and over again. And it also kind of lends itself to this sort of call response type of format, especially these first few verses where it's these first few lines, what can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Call and response. Almost like um, I saw somewhere where they they compared it to almost kind of like a, a cheerleader kind of a thing. Um, don't want to t- diminish the meaning of this as, at all because that, that kind of seems a little bit corny. But in some ways, it's like... One person's calling and the other person's responding. What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. And it's cool that it opens with this question, right? That it's it's like, I'm in this sinful, wretched state. What what can I do? What can cleanse me? What can wash me? What can redeem me? Ah, it's 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 this. It's the blood of Jesus. forward through this song it's it's a lot more of the same just hammering on that theme of salvation and atonement to be pardoned to be cleansed it's the blood of jesus and the refrain um the oh precious is the flow that makes me white as snow no other phone i know nothing but the blood of jesus that um just gives us a picture of how complete this cleansing is that we are made as white as snow. And here is borrowing from Isaiah 1, verse 18. Come now, let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be white as white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, they shall become like wool. The, um, the O precious is the flow that makes me white as snow, that, that purifies, that takes away that sin blot and stain and guilt upon my life and, and makes me the way, I, the way we were meant to be, the way we were created to be without sin's mark upon us. And these themes of, of cleansing from sin, um, washing away the fount, the, the, the um, uh, just the payment, all of that is pretty, pretty common. Seems like through this era of hymn writing, like I'd say eighteen fifties, eighteen seventies on into early nineteen hundreds, there's a lot of this kind of uh, thematically common type of stuff that where it's um, I guess you, they call gospel song literature. You know, if you think of other hymns, these are not on this EP, but um, are you washed in the blood? Um, There is a fountain. Jesus paid it all. 
this song, Nothing But the Blood. They're um they're they're driving home this point that the blood is what cleanses, we're we're washed in the blood, we're we're made new. This this fountain which um has has flowed because of the sacrifice is what um the, the sacrifice is what allows us to not have to experience death, not have to experience eternal separation. And that, that Jesus completes this work, you know, Jesus paid it all that, that type of song where what he did is enough. This is all my and nothing but the blood of Finally, we, or I, use what is commonly verse 4 as the third verse uh, for the rendition that I, I did on this song. Um, these, these three verses that, uh, if you go to the, the notes on this podcast, you'll see um, the lyrics basically all, all there. But I love this verse because you kind of feel this natural building and, and crescendo point here where... If you listen to the, this version that I recorded, you, you, you hopefully hear that where it's, it's building kind of towards the end of this. And really this emphatic, I, I feel like I'm just pumping my fist when I'm, when I'm listening to this or singing this. It's, this is all my hope and peace. And this is all my righteousness. It's just this really declarative piece to the end of this as we're, we're bringing this home. And, you know, our, are we singing these verses? Are we singing with the assurance and a trust in what Christ has done? And I guess I ask that to myself uh, before I ask anybody else. Am I singing this with with that assurance? This this is all my hope and peace. This is my righteousness. And we're looking at his sacrifice as the only way to be saved and have hope. So as we consider this song some of the other hymns mentioned before, kind of that gospel song literature era with, with some of these same, same things. There's this emphasis on the blood, um, on the fount, the flow. And, and for some of us, you know, that, that may seem a little, may seem a little gory, or I guess simply put, it seems a little bloody. And these, these, words aren't, they're not meant to offend anybody, you know, that might have a queasy stomach or, you know, don't want to think about blood and, and the imagery there. Um, I, I guess I can think about the passion of the Christ and you, you can get kind of, because it's very visual, very difficult to watch. And we, we've, we kind of pull that into like, well, what about this song? You know, we're talking about blood, we're talking about being washed in the blood. It's kind of, kind of weird, you know, but we have to realize that the blood that was shed was, was a necessary means of, of sacrifice that was pleasing to the Lord. There's another verse in Isaiah 53, 10. It says, yet it was the will of the Lord to crush him. 
he has put him to grief. When his soul makes an offering for guilt, he shall see his offspring. He shall prolong his days. The will of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. And kind of this being the the pleasing sacrifice that the Lord desired, um, really demanded for our sin, and that the only way for that to, to come was through his son, through Jesus. Christ's sacrifice pleased the wrath of the Father. And it's an offering that covered sin. It's more than any animal sacrifice could do. That was, you know, all the Old Testament, the Israelites um, giving their their animals to be sacrificed to atone for sin, kind of pointing all, all the time towards Christ, but not being the perfect sacrifice that Jesus is and was. And we rejoice in that. We lay hold of it. We claim the blood of Jesus. So we shouldn't, we shouldn't have to feel like we have to run from these songs or there's kind of this weird vibe that we're not sure about singing. Like this is central to the gospel. This is a key part and it's, it's something to celebrate. It's something to also allow our minds to, to just consider once again, what, what it means that his blood was shed for us. And it's a good thing. The cross is a good thing because of what he has done. In uh, closing today, I want to go back to that verse which Robert Lowry um, kind of attributed and brought back in when um, writing the song, was in the hymnals with it, Hebrews 9.22. When this hymn was first published, 1876, again, this was quoted under the title and added to the hymn book, says, without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. It's a, a powerful aspect of worship that calls us to remember. Remember what Jesus has done. Remember that we were once separated from God until we came to trust Jesus. And remember what it is that we were saved from. To remember when we were dead in our sin, what was it that we were in bondage to? And to to consider that we no longer have to walk in that. We no longer do walk in that way. All of it causes me to consider, why was the cross necessary? You know, we live in a world that, for the most part, has minimized sin. And that thinking has even strayed and crept into the church where it has led to a point where we've watered down the gospel, made it a very soft easy to receive sort of gospel, not saying that um, Christ makes it hard for anyone to come to him, but I think we've taken away the the weight of sin in many ways and and made it so that the gospel doesn't have the same power that it should. Why do we still need to talk about, sing about the blood of Jesus? If we're good enough on our own, why, why would we still need the cross? The fact is, we, we aren't good enough. And we, we never could be. We never will be. This world has, has bought this lie that somehow we can just earn our way to heaven. We can, just, we can do enough good things. We can do enough things on the ledger balance to, to outweigh the bad. And, you know, you still have people, if you ask them, 
you know, are you going to heaven? Well, yeah, I'm, I'm a good person. I try to, to do good things. I, the good outweighs the bad. It's always that. But, you know, the Bible talks about all our righteousness being just filthy rags. It's, it's nothing. It amounts to nothing. All the good that we could do apart from Christ is nothing. But we've allowed this lie to come in where Jesus isn't necessary. The cross isn't necessary. Just find that best you that you can be, you know, just become that, that best picture of, of who you should be. Um, and, and just go after that. And guys, all of that is just a heaping pile of lies. And if you come to this podcast and you're, you're looking for just kind of something feel good and, and pick you up that, that doesn't say how messed up you are, or messed up we all are, you're not going to find that here because we are messed up sinners. We are broken people. And we just look around at the world and how tragic some things are right now. It just proves it again and again and again that the cross was necessary, that Jesus is necessary. And I love that this song, Nothing But the Blood, it answers that honest question again and again. Um, that that we do we do need Jesus. Those questions posed at the beginning of this song, where it's what can wash away our sin? It's the blood of Jesus, nothing but the blood. And there's nothing else that can do what the blood does. So as you listen today, I hope you're reminded of just these simple truths. I hope you're brought into that recognition once again of how amazing and wonderful the sacrificial lamb named Jesus is. And I hope you consider the blood once again. He paid the price for our sins by shedding his blood, by giving up his life. That story amazes me every time I take the opportunity to truly consider it. Amen. Nothing but the blood. And thank you, Mr. Robert Lowry, for, for using such a simple but powerful lyric to keep our eyes on Christ. Guys, we close the day with our theme verse, Ephesians 5, 15 through 17. Be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. God bless you guys. Have a wonderful day. Oh, precious is the flow that makes me white as guys, this is Derek Charles Johnson. You have been listening to the As Bold as Lions podcast. I am a blogger, a songwriter, an artist. And if you've been encouraged by this podcast, please go ahead and subscribe and share and head over to DerekCharlesJohnson.com for more encouraging content.
God bless.